When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What if you could become a better person, not by working harder, but by allowing your inherent goodness to take the lead? And not because you're a bad person, but because there's something inside you that's ready for more. How to Be a Better Person gives you one tiny step a day you can take to be the person you want to be. My mission? To help you keep growing. Hey, and welcome to How to Be a Better Person. I'm Kate Hanley. I am your host and I'm the author of the book, How to Be a Better Person, which has 401 ways to make a difference in yourself and the world and which makes a thoughtful holiday gift for the people in your life who give a shit about being a decent human and a nice gift for yourself for the upcoming New Year's season. In this busy holiday month, I'm coming to you with some mindset hacks little pivots in your thinking that can help things feel a lot less stressful and give you more energy and resilience at any time of year, really, but especially now when it can feel like your to-do list is about eight miles too long. Today's mindset hack is to start training yourself to look for the loving reason why something may have happened. When I say loving reason, I mean an explanation that suggests that things are working out exactly the way that they are because of a beneficial reason, even when it might seem at face value like things are just falling apart. I'm basically asking you to try on the idea that life is happening for you instead of to you. Before we go any further, I want to talk about why being able to trust that things are actually working out relates to being a better person. First, it helps you stay out of victim mode. And victim mode is when you take things personally and feel hopeless and get disempowered. It's a little bit like Eeyore from Winnie the Pooh. It's very hard to operate from the bigger version of yourself when you're feeling disempowered. Looking for the loving reason helps you focus on the opportunity in whatever is happening. It helps steer your attention away from what's going wrong which is a completely natural and understandable thing to do, thanks to our brain's negativity bias, which is our wiring that makes us pay more attention to the things that don't work out than the things that do. And when you aren't dwelling on what's going wrong, you have more bandwidth to entertain possibilities and think clearly. Basically, looking for the loving reason helps you have faith that things will work out, and that helps you not get overwhelmed, sad, and or frustrated when things don't go your way. I'm not saying you have to get psyched about bad things that happen. You are absolutely free and entitled to any feelings that arise when you're dealing with something unpleasant, but they're not your only option. Once your anger or frustration or sadness passes, you'll have the mental bandwidth to start thinking about what the loving reason might be. I've got some real-world examples of crappy things <laughs> and the possible loving reasons why they might actually be a positive development right after this break. Welcome back. Here are some examples of real-world situations and the loving reasons versus the crappy reasons for them. 
So let's say that your pipes just burst and they happened to do it just when you had gotten a little extra money, either a bonus that you didn't see coming or you had just managed to start saving and you had a little bit of padding in your emergency fund. Well, the crappy reason why your pipes might be bursting at this particular time is that it's true. What you've always feared, as soon as you get money, it goes right out the door. (laughs) The loving reason could be This minor disaster happened really at just the right time because now I have the money ready to spend, or at least some of the money. And if it had happened last month before I had gotten this money in my emergency savings account, well, that really would have been a bummer. So sometimes it's not the thing itself that is loving, but it might be the timing. Here's another example. Let's say there was a job or a project that you wanted that you didn't get. The crappy reason for that would be, I'm not good enough and now I am screwed. And the loving reason could be, there must have been some reason why that job or client wasn't a good fit. Even if I can't see it, I trust that it's there. And now I'm motivated to brush up on my skills or cast my net a little wider. Plus, I'm open for the next thing that's surely coming along that's just as good as this or maybe even better. See how this is working out? You notice a trend here? Okay, here's another example. You experience an injury or an illness. Now, the crappy reason for this might be that you are just doomed, you're unlucky, you're being punished, you're stupid. Take your pick. I mean, the inner critic can be quite mean. A loving reason why you might be facing an illness or an injury is that the situation is a great opportunity to learn or do something that you wouldn't have gotten to otherwise. Maybe that's get more rest. Maybe it's make some changes that will ultimately reduce your stress. Maybe it's start taking better care of yourself, or maybe it's that it's time to really think about what matters to you and how you want to live your life from here on out. I mean, big, heavy stuff, right? But ultimately positive. Maybe your boss yelled at you. Now, the crappy reason for that could be like, I'm stupid, or she's a jerk, and this is an awful job, and I'm stuck, and everything sucks. (laughs) The loving reason could be, I think I might be getting a nudge to either improve my communication skills or have a difficult conversation or maybe even look for a different job. I'm open to seeing the opportunities here. And another example, the car accident or road rage incident that you experienced that really rattled you and maybe even banged you up a bit. The mean reason could be like, I am a dumb dumb. I need to pay more attention or I need to rein in my anger. It was totally the other driver's fault, and it stinks that I now have to deal with this. Whereas the loving reason could be, maybe this situation is here to show me something. What do I need to do to feel good about being in a car again? And at some point, everything breaks and needs repair. Maybe this was a good time for me to tend to my means of getting around, or maybe it's showing me that I really do need to do something to reduce my stress so that I can be more present and less reactive when I'm driving. Maybe it's something really little, like your neighbor's kid starts playing basketball outside your bedroom window at seven o'clock on a weekend morning. The crappy reason might be that your neighbors are inconsiderate jerks, but the loving reason could be that you're getting the message to do some more playing in your own life, and it had to come at a time of day when you were quiet and still enough to receive it. I mean, I get it. Sometimes looking for a loving reason can feel like a stretch. But staying stuck in a pattern of thinking that life sucks ultimately doesn't feel good. Even just remembering that there's another way to look at something helps you stay hopeful, or at least neutral. 
And sometimes you may not be able to find a potential benefit. And then your loving reason might be, I'm just going to trust that there is some good that's coming out of this, even though I can't imagine what in the world it might be at this moment. Even that little mindset shift will help you stay open to what's trying to bloom through the cracks. So what's something that's happening in your own life that's challenging you at the moment? And what could some loving reasons for that possibly be? Whatever it is that's challenging you, I know you've got this. And I know that looking for the loving reason can help you deal. How to Be a Better Person's theme song, Left for Deadish, is by Junior85. The episodes are mixed by Sound Advice Strategies. If you liked what you heard in this episode, share it with someone you think would like it too. Your voice matters. Also, How to Be a Better Person has an official newsletter that sends the past five episodes and a well-chosen meme to your inbox every weekend. Sign up at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com and click on Get Podcast News. I also love to hear from listeners. I mean, I love it. Send me an email by clicking on the Contact Kate button at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com or you can tweet me at Kate W. Hanley. Don't forget the W. Or find me on Instagram at Kate Hanley Author. I look forward to connecting with you. 